There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Lucas Nelson rocks the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia on Saturday. We discussed his journey from growing up the son of Willie Nelson to forming his own band, Promise of the Real, and even training Bradley Cooper during the making of A Star is Born. Hey, Lucas Nelson. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in DC. Hey, thanks for having me. We are here because you are coming to the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia, not far from D.C., uh, just a little over the border, uh, on Saturday, April 1st. Looking forward to that. Before we get to that show, I wanted to follow up real quick. My folks just saw you at the Grand Ole Opry last fall. They said you stole the show. So, <laughs> memories, what was it like oh, in that one? Oh, that's that's cool. Which, uh, I've been to the Grand Ole Opry now a couple times in the last few months, and, and uh, so was it was it a Grand Ole Opry showing or was it a tribute show to an, another artist? Was it uh, was it the Loretta Lynn thing or was it just a, just the Grand Ole Opry? I think it was just the Grand Ole Opry and Clint Black was playing there. So I don't okay, know if that helps gotcha. narrow it down. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it does. That Was it like four, three or four months ago? Something like that. Something like that. But hey, the the fact that you the fact that you can't even keep track of how many times you've played there says a lot about your career, sir. <laughs> oh, uh, I like I like the Opry. They're fun over there, and they and they're you know it's such a beautiful tradition, and uh, uh, and they they help a lot of artists out. So that's cool. That's really cool. Well, all right. Well, to the the matter at hand here at the the show at Hollywood Casino in West Virginia. Uh, what if our listeners turn turn out? What are, what are they going to hear? Is is it you know any of your older stuff, newer stuff? Do you mix in any of your your dad Willie Nelson stuff? Any of the Highwaymen stuff? You know what? What give us a, a a taste, a teaser of what we might hear. Um, I mean, every once in a while, I'll throw in one of my dad's tunes. But uh, well, now we got a pretty strong following of fans who really want to hear my stuff. So I, you know, and and uh, luckily, dad's still out there touring, so you can go see him. Uh, you know, and <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, but uh, as far as uh, our shows go, we we um, man, we really we've got an eclectic mix of, of the old stuff and the new stuff, and we sort of combine it to to put together a really uh, dynamic, fun show. And a lot of people uh, come away from the shows feeling like they, you know, they'd con- gone to church or something. Just like, uh, you know, sort of a jubilant experience, joyful, not religious, but, you know, just joyful in terms of, uh, you know, spiritual, you know, you get there and you, you, you start. You, the idea is to get everybody off their seats and dancing and having a good time and forgetting about the world around them, you know absolutely well that's that's it's gonna be fun if our listeners uh turn out for sure i'd love to go into your songs and all that but whenever i have someone famous on like yourself i love to always sort of go chronologically as much as possible and hear your origin story i know you're born in what 88 in in austin texas love austin my wife my wife and i got engaged down there so we love red dirt country and the whole whole thing 
Uh, but didn't I read you? You mostly grew up uh, in Maui, like surfing and stuff. How, was it like a back and forth lifestyle for a while? Were we mostly in Hawaii, and then you uh, I over? Was, you know, I was born in Austin and uh, grew up on the on the ranch there, but also going back and forth from. Well, really, was on just on the road the whole time. But yeah, another um, sort of uh, home base, if you will, was Hawaii, and uh, I grew up there. I had my so born in Austin, had my first birthday in Hawaii, and and sort of went back and forth between the two, and uh, um, and sort of uh, yeah. So I got a little bit of the both both upbringings, and, um, and but I I I went to school in both places, so it was very much. Uh, interesting just back and forth like that but also on the road you know all through the united states and even in europe and all over so i got a, an education uh in, in the cities of the nation as dad says <laughs> that's so cool when did you actually pick up you know that that first guitar because i know you practiced on it constantly like i think it read like 10 hours a day or something right yeah i practiced a lot back when i probably was now nine years old when i first grabbed it and then uh, never let go yeah and when when about did did the songwriting kick in when do you remember the the first even if it was like embarrassing at <laughs> looking back on it but do you remember uh, the first one you wrote the first one i wrote was a song called you were it and uh i was about nine years old and my dad liked it so much he put it on a, a record of his uh called uh, it always will be so if you look at uh, this old record that dad has uh from the 2000s it's called it always will be there's a song on there called you were it and the chorus is but now i'm fine all the pain is gone i once had a heart now I have a song. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, once had a heart. Now I have a song, and I and I don't I don't remember why I thought of that, but uh, I, at at that moment I knew I, uh, songwriting was something that I wanted to do. So, well, I, maybe that makes sense. You know, your your heart you put your heart in the song, so I guess it's cool to to swap the heart for the song. That makes sense lyrically, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you get it, honestly. I mean, your dad, freaking one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Um, do, do I mean, do, do you have do you have a before we get to your songs real quick? Do you have any if, if there's older listeners of us that are, are huge fans of, of your dad? Um, do you have a, a favorite song that he like from a songwriting perspective? We all know, you know, the, the hits and the radio hits. But I don't, is there like a deep cut or even if it's famous one that you really think that, that you're like, that's the underrated songwriting one right there? Um, a song of, uh, of dads, he was asking me. Or what? Or what well, made his songwriting so unique? If you can't pinpoint a song or two, but you know what I mean. I mean like, well, no, I can. I, I mean, uh, "Healing Hands of Time" is a great song. Um, "Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground" is probably one of one of my favorite songs that he writes. That he wrote. Uh, "Crazy" is another song that most people don't. A lot of people think Patsy Cline wrote, but he wrote that song. It's one of the great songs of all time, you know. So. Uh, you know, uh, he's a, one of the great songwriters out there. Prolific. Yeah, I know. I, I, everyone hears Patsy Cline singing and crazy. And you're like, no, that's Willie Nelson. Or people, so, you know, always on my mind. You think Elvis or something is like, no, Willie Nelson's the definitive version of that, too, I think. But we, yeah. do, we could go all day with blue eyes crying in the rain and all. There's there's just so many. But we've talked a ton about your your father's influence and all that. But all the different highwaymen, you know, Christopherson and Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash before they pass. Uh, well, Chris is the only one of them that's still with us. But, you know, what did you learn anything from from them in addition to your, your father? Like, were they always like like in your life, giving you tips and stuff? 
Uh, you know, I mean, uh, Chris gave me the most um, mentorship, I suppose, uh, as a songwriter. But uh, Waylon and Johnny uh, passed sort of before I got a chance. I mean, I knew them as uncles, but I didn't know them as mentors. But Chris has always given me good advice and, and uh, well, just basically encouragement, just, you know, liking liking the songs that I've written and and telling me about that. And so that that's helped me out. Awesome. Well, maybe I'm sure someday soon you'll be a mentor to other people because you're building quite the run yourself, sir. So <laughs> let's move on to your stuff. Um, so I know, I guess, when did your journey sort of start? You come over in 2007 for college. Is that right? In L.A.? Uh, my journey started well before then. Uh, I was sort of touring on the road with dad uh, when I was about 13. And then I started a band uh, in Hawaii and then took that band out on the road uh, shortly after college. And then, uh, um, uh, but then started playing from, you know, in all places and, and uh, started touring Texas and Wyoming and Utah. And we got little pockets, started little fires in a lot of different places and then did 300 shows a year for about 15 years uh, and just kept building those little fires. And, uh, and now we've got a pretty solid following in, in many different places on, uh, in the U.S. And it's a great thing. I love how you referred to that, starting little fires everywhere. And because that's true, you got to set little sparks all over the country, all over the world. And then when you come back to the town, it's like a raging fire. And then they remember you. I love that. Analogy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when did when did Promise of the Real actually form the band? You know, that's the band name. We should tell everybody. Yeah. Um, I know yeah. it's a, the -E song that the band name is a reference to like a Neil Young song, right? It's a yeah, Neil Young song uh, uh, called Walk On. Uh, some get stoned, some get strange. Sooner or later, it all gets real. And that's the promise of the real. So I, I thought oh, that was kind of interesting. And then so uh, we started we started around 2008 uh, or 2009, I think, is when some of the band members got together. Like my percussionist and I have known each other for, oh, uh, probably 25 years now. Uh, so, you know, most of the guys that I've been playing with have been playing uh there's the youngest uh, member of the band I've known for 15 years. So I'm mean, excuse me, the, the the newest member of the band. So it's uh, we've been playing together a long time. We got a good chemistry and uh, and we you know we got an education out on the road. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Speaking of education down the road, didn't you didn't you tour with as Neil Young's band for a while too there? We did. We did. Uh, we did Neil's tunes for a while with him. Um uh, we'll still get a chance to do that at some point, I think, uh, and, uh, just play a few shows with him, um, pretty soon for a, a, a benefit, an, an autism benefit that we're doing, uh, in April. Um, uh, but, uh, we've been mostly touring. Well, I mean, we've done a lot of different things. We did the star is born as a band together and, 
um, we did a bunch, you know, we've done a lot of different, uh, different projects together and stuck, stuck with it thick and thin. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the star is born. I was going to get to that, but since you brought it up, uh, my wife and I actually sang shallow as a duet at our wedding. So, I mean, your music is woven through here, baby, but, oh, wow. but, um, talk about getting tapped tap to, to do that. Who, who does Bradley Cooper call you up for that? Um, did, did you work? It was, uh, a producer, uh, um, it was uh, Bill Gerber and Bradley Cooper. Bill Gerber was a producer. Bradley Cooper called Bill, uh, and uh, Bradley had seen me playing uh, with Neil Young, and then uh, and then called me up and asked him to help him sort of uh, look the part, play the part authentically. Um, and uh, so he really did take a lot of my the mannerisms uh, uh, from. Uh, from what I did, uh, and uh, and then I taught him how to pretend to play guitar, although all the guitar you hear is me. And then uh, and then uh, I did uh, sit with him while he practiced singing for a long time, and, and that that is the most uh, uh, impressive thing I think he did. He was actually singing uh, and well uh, in that film, and uh, and uh, they did a great job together, and. Uh, yeah, I ended up writing eight or nine songs, uh, co-writing eight or nine songs for that and producing the whole thing. So with with them. So it was a, it ended up being quite a project. And of course, you can see the band in the movie there. Oh, you're you're all over the movie. Not only you can see you guys, but like you're saying, the the all the music and just the way that, you know, teaching Bradley to perform. I'm with you. I think that was underrated. Uh, his performance. And I mean, Gaga got a lot of the attention, her performance, but both of them, they they crushed it. Well, I mean, I, I came up with the introductory lick for Shallow. I mean, you can hear me doing that. I mean, we, we, we arranged and produced that song together. Um, and, uh, we, you know, we spent a lot of time on that. So absolutely. Yeah, we uh, we work together a lot. Awesome. It is a an underrated, underrated movie. I want people to go back and look. I don't know if you even noticed this in the beginning um, when Bradley Cooper's getting in the limo or whatever. Uh, they say, like, which way do you want to go? And he tells it to turn down one street in the background. There's like a giant neon sign of like a noose. There's and of course, we know how the movie ends. So there's like there's like directorial foreshadowing in that thing. So C Cooper was a, he's working on another level there. Um, All right, cool. But, but we're here to talk your music. So real quick, if, if we have any of our listeners that may, let's say maybe let's handle it this way maybe some new folks that 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 have heard of you but don't know know your stuff too well what what would you recommend as like a good like entry point um in, in terms of your discography to sort of say hey this is what we're all about would it be wasted or something real or where would you have them drop in uh probably the self-titled record we've got um that album has you know just outside of austin find yourself forget about georgia set me down on a cloud um Run and Shine. This is Promise is, of the Real you're talking about, 2010? Yeah. Yeah, that self-titled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, a lot of the songs actually on that record were, were redone production-wise. And um, and it was the first label release. So um, we got an actual good production on it. And and I, I like the versions of the song. Some of the songs were older, but were redone like, like Set Me Down, Find Yourself. And... And those have become staples of the show. So that would be a good one to listen to. And Turn Off the News, Build a Garden is another good one to listen to. It's uh, it's one that a lot of people have really loved. And uh, and those are really the two um, 
you know, there's some older stuff that, that, uh, that we have out, but to, if you're going to just start out listening to uh, music, then probably those two will be the ones to start. And then we just got a new out, a new song out with Laney Wilson called more than friends, which is, uh, really fun. And, uh, and that, that one's, uh, that one's a real rockin' dancer, so it should be... The new album is going to really make the live show um, even more fun. Now, are you saying that's all, are you saying that's on A Few Stars Apart, or are you saying that's one another one that's coming up you haven't even released yet? No, I just released a song called uh, More Than Friends two days ago. Uh, we just made an, an announcement for our new record, which comes out July 14th. Um, and we just put out a... a a song called More Than Friends that's a duet with Lainey Wilson and uh, and it's coming out. I mean, it's out on video. Uh, there's a video for it and it's out there. So, um, you know, that's a good one for people to listen to as well. Awesome. Uh, we look forward to to hearing that one. Um, well, real quick, you mentioned Turn Off the News, Build a Garden. I wanted to circle back to that real fast. Uh, I guess the, the meaning is sort of in the title, but <laughs> but uh, talk talk about sort of the inspiration of that. I guess it dropped in what? Summer of 2019. So, I mean, it's political turmoil. We didn't even know a pandemic was going to be coming at the time. But, uh, you know, tell me about why why we're why the message is turn off the news and build a garden. <laughs> Well, I think it's just more of like, you know, there's just on both sides of the aisle, just a bunch of uh, bullshit. And so and and I think I just I saw the news media as this, you know, bad actor uh, that, that served, it was started to like, like, look, it just seems like it it creates more problems than it solves. And, and, and you know, and so I just, you know, I. While I, you know, I think it's important to stay informed. I just, I would see my parents sitting there watching the news all day long. I'd see, you know, uh, you know, and this is not, this is a bipartisan issue. I just want everybody, you know, I just, I, I, at at a certain point, I just wanted them to go outside (laughs) and, (laughs) you know, and just like enjoy life and just go and, and actually, you know, Instead of hearing about your neighbor on TV, you know, just, I don't know, trying to get to know your neighbor or go to your town meetings. And if you really think that there's something wrong, then go try and fix it rather than sit there and watch, you know, watch the news all the time, I guess. No, I'm with you. It can, it can be sort of a not only is it lazy, but sort of poisonous to just sit there and, and have yeah, a ca- exactly. cable outlet, no matter what side you're on, whenever, whenever what you're watching, it inflames and enrages people rather than go out, meet your neighbor, learn about people yeah. that might be different from you and enjoy the nature outside. I'm with you. That's the gist. Yeah, that's the gist. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for going through all of your music and everything. I, I really, really appreciate it. you've been generous with your time. Thank Luke you very Nelson. much. Yeah. Lucas Nelson coming to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia on Saturday, April 1st. So get your tickets now. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.